What's going on, everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I want to welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is going to be no different. Stick around, and we're going to get started right now. Well, it's good to be back with everybody on this edition of a new episode for We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr., and I'm really excited about this. I I know I say that every single week, and I'm excited about that. Y'all have come to hear that, like, when is Coach not excited? Probably hardly ever. But what excites me about this uh, particular uh, broadcast is the the gentleman I'm going to be talking to. It's rare that I get a chance to talk to people who I feel like we, we grew up together. Like, like legit, like in the same house, in the same family. Uh, I resonate so much with his story, and I believe that you guys will as well. Um, we're talking about the story behind the brand. In a blog post on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question. He asks, well, why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is that they are actually more memorable than facts. Our brains are wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes actually help us to relate ideas um, to our own experience, our own experiences, I'm sorry, providing richness and texture. Stories bring you and your listeners into a multidimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions, making us feel as though we are actually living the story. Well, that being said, it is my pleasure uh, to, to, to to bring to the stage, um, he, he runs it, the, the, you know, T.M. Hyman is is an amazing man, and uh, I, I just, I want to get into your story so bad, bro. Let me just go ahead and let you up. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for T.M. Brother T.M. is in the building. I can't tell you how excited. I can't even get my words right, y'all. I'm excited to have this brother. T.M., what a dude, bro. How you feeling, man? Hey, doing good, man. Uh, ha- happy to be here with you, man. Was uh, excited to catch up with you the other day. And, and learn some commonalities that we had. I could hear it, uh, you know, Coach, but when you confirmed that you were a radio guy, man, it was like, ah, synergy, synergy. <laughs> Listen, those those old radio heads, look, look, I don't <laughs> care how far removed we are from terrestrial radio. Like, that's yeah. the thing back in the day for those of you guys that didn't grow up Kind of like we did. Listen, the radio was a thing. I remember the day, man, they was letting us you uh, listen to the radio on the school bus. I mean, we had the boom boxes at the, at the, at the uh, bus stop, the whole bit. You could get it long, long, long as you wasn't playing the music too loud on the bus. They'd let you play it. It was a whole thing. Um, TM, listen, uh, the story behind your brand is an amazing journey um, that's taken you through a ton of different places and experiences that I believe has shaped you into who you are today and how you show up. If you can, man, take us back. How did you grow up and how did some of the lessons or the things that you went through rather uh, shape you for where you are? Where did that passion to lead leaders come from? Let's talk a little bit about that. And then what we'll do is we'll wind up uh, talking about what you have happening today and how we can support you. Let's get it. Yeah, no, no, no problem, man. Excited to talk about it. I'll tell you, like in my mind right now, I'm still reflecting on those four things that Rosalind shared, right? L- listen, process, put it on paper and execute. Because I think I- I've been listening and processing and writing it down and executing probably since I was a kid, man. Like, for real. Th- those are some very basic principles, but I don't think we all understand the power, right, of, of listening, 
understanding what people are actually saying, right? Not just hearing them, but understanding what they're saying, right? Write it down and then follow their lead, right? You don't always have to create a plan, right? You can just take other people's blueprints a lot of times. And so I think that was my story, man. I mean, as it relates to leadership coach, I mean, I was the president of the SGA in elementary school. Like, it, it, student body president in fifth grade. It, that, that leadership, that accountability, man, it was there. Entrepreneurial parents, entrepreneurial grandparents, right? Um, so the whole concept that, you know, you, you have to work, you, you have to, you know, lead, you have to think, um, you know, don't be a follower, right? That, that's, I heard that all of my, you know, adolescence years. Don't be a follower even though I followed some people in some very peculiar places and did some very peculiar things. <laughs> right. But I learned from those lessons, right. I learned from those lessons, but, but yeah, man, it started early for me. Um, I think thinking out of the box, working it out. of I, I wasn't a normal kid coach. I, I used to read, catch this. I used to read a thesaurus. What the heck? I used to read a thesaurus. To the point my mom's like, first of all, where are these words coming from? Because I don't even know some of these words. But I, I, I was all about learning, bro. I'm still a forever student right now. I've always been coachable and teachable. I, I've always enjoyed learning from others. Um, you know, I, I believe crap stinks. And, and I don't want to touch it, smell it, or get near it if I don't have to, right? And so if I can follow your lead, to keep me from having to smell it, touch it, or be near it? Listen, I'm doing that every day, all day. Yo, listen, I got to jump in on that part. Here's what's funny to me. Um, there was a statement or a thing that we used to say when or our parents, my parents and her siblings and all of the adults in my life, they would say, you don't believe doo-doo stink until you smell it. Like, I don't need to smell I, it. Like, bro, like... And, and the, the the analogy is is that see you're the one that's got to get up close. Per it's got to be your story. See, his was funny to me. I was that kid. Like you wasn't gonna tell me, and it happened that way for you. And I'm different than you. And how you gonna? Here's what I realized along the way: principles don't lie, that's and right. laws generally don't change. The law of law gravity is. Law. is it's the same as it was yesterday. It will be the same tomorrow. If you don't believe me, go up to the top, jump, da-da-da. You know, you're going to find that you will hit the ground. Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I don't believe, for whatever reason, people are confident in what it is that they experience that it can actually teach them something that they can avoid. Can you talk to us, TM, like maybe some of the earlier experiences where you said, you know what, whether that is good or, or, or bad— this works, and I don't have to experience it to know that to be true, but I can run the play on something that I watch somebody else do. Come on, talk to me about just that mindset. When were some of your first times of seeing that uh, sort of play out in your life? You know, I think for me it was it was relationships, man. Um, you know, relationships, seeing um, healthy relationships. I had grandparents that were together for 56 years, like 50. Can you imagine being with somebody for 56 years? I, I couldn't imagine it until I actually saw, right, people who did it, right? It was the example of those folks. Uh, my parents, right? Um, my, my 
mother and father were not married to one another, right? But they're married. And so, you know, had those relationship examples, but also have uncles and aunts who were in relationships, right? Relationships that I would never want to be in in my life, right? Because I had those examples, right? The, the fighting, you know, the black eyes, right? No, no, no. I mean, we all have had an experience um, different relationships where we know that that's the right way to do it. That's the wrong way to do it. And I think it's the same in business. Um, you know, parents, entrepreneurs, my mom has, has owned a nail shop. My own, my mom owns a very successful uh, floral company today that has thrived throughout the entire pandemic when others have closed business. Right. And so I think, how do you do that? Y you have to pay attention to what works and what doesn't work and got to be able to pivot accordingly. Right. And so I think I learned to watch and pay attention early um, and, and try to avoid those pitfalls. You know, if I don't, if it could save me some money, save me some heartache, save me some time. Listen, I, I want the savings coach. I want, I want to follow the lead. TM, I, I know from not only your experience, my experience, here's one of the things that anybody who leads people experiences, and that is we know a thing, we know it works because it's worked in our own life and we're standing on the platform at the, of this thing works. Um, said person, potential client, customer, however you characterize it, pays you for your wisdom, right? They're, they're paying you because you did a thing. and but But oftentimes we find, and I've been here, where you're paying somebody for wisdom, but for some reason you can't trust that. Can you talk to us about the mindset and how how do you help people shift or how should people begin to help themselves, like shift the way they're thinking? Like if I am coming to you for said thing, why would I go back and forth with you over whether or not it works? Like I'm literally paying you to help me. I don't understand that logic. How do you help somebody switch gears on that? Or is there something that people can do to help themselves? Come on, talk to them. You know, um, I think it's twofold. Um, it's interesting that someone would scout you out for your expertise, your wisdom, <laughs> and still debate you on the outcome. What, that's not about you, coach. That's not about me. That, that, that's not about Coach Sherry. That's about them as an individual and, and their lack of confidence, their, their lack of accountability, the lack of action, right, that they're used to taking in their life, right? They're not consistent. They don't take massive action. So it's, but, but they're trying to hold you accountable, trying to hold me accountable, right? That's not how it works. You came to me, right? So, so let me tell you, Coach, the fact that I, I respect the individual, right? Clearly, we're in a relationship because I don't work with everybody. Everybody's not a good fit for me. Um, and so I, there are some people I'm like, you know, thank you. I respect you, but no thank you. But I'll get someone who I think can help you. But it's not, it's not going to be me, not today, right? Just based on the introductory uh, meeting, the discovery meeting, um, you have to be at a certain place of action. You got to be ready to take action action for me, right? Because I'm, I'm serious about accountability and I know how to drive results. For me, someone like that coach, I would give them a quick win. I would give them a quick win. I would help them to see that this does work because see a lot of times 
um, I think we approach our visions uh, when, when we have um, big, bodacious goals, right? And we have the audacity to believe <laughs> in that big, bodacious goal. It, sometimes it could be overwhelming, right? We have to approach it in small pieces, right? In small chunks, help that person see the win. Because all it takes is one win to boost your confidence to know that if you can win once, you can win twice. If we can win twice, we can re win a third time. So for me, I think it, it's that person's lack of confidence in their own actions. Um, and so what we have to do as coaches is show them a quick win. This does work um, to boost their confidence, right? Because all they need is a little confident boost. You know, it's funny that you talk about a quick win. I literally um, got off of a, a strategy call with one of my clients yesterday who, you know, as soon as I jumped on the call that day, and generally I, when I do strategy sessions with people, it really is all about them. I come with a blank notepad and a blank mind and time to be focused on just you. And my goal is to kind of get in touch with where you're going with your business and how you how can I come along and assist you. So oftentimes I open it up by just simply saying, you know, how can I serve you today? What do you need from me to get where you need to be? And um, and this person said, I need to make some money now. Right now. And I said, OK, right, like right now. I said, OK, got you. Let's talk about that a little bit. And we, when we drilled down, what I realized, there was an idea that popped into my head on how this person could get what you just said as a quick win. But here's the deal. It is going to require you to execute on some way, on some level. Here's a game plan. If I were in your situation, I've done this countless times, where I have a client, maybe something happened in their business that caused them to have to make a shift but they have to shift with the shift in order to be able to get where they need to be. So when you start talking about quick wins, tangibly, when we get to quick wins, you and I both know it produces that dopamine. It gets you excited. You're like, yo, we can, we can do this. Now that we've done it, let's say we make that adjustment and we pivot and we make that. How do we begin to build the principles in ourselves to sustain that? And how are we coaching some of our clients on, okay, you've gotten that. What what do we need to be thinking about? Is there an inner work? Is there something we need to be thinking about in order to help us sustain the spark that we just struck? You know, for me, it's always, you have to listen and understand really what, what an individual is going through. For me, it's like read the need, then lead. Right. Read the need, then lead. Right. I mean, you know, God, in my opinion, right, based on scriptures, he calls us to deal with each other based on our needs, not our faults. Right. And I think we go in with predetermined packages, um, I think, of solutions based on people's faults and behaviors. But what's the need? Right. They came to us because they have a problem. And I think when we when we read the need, right, we listen, we get the understanding, and then we can evaluate, right, what the next steps are based on what we heard and what we understood, right, not the predetermined package, right, uh, of thoughts and ideas that we have based on the person's faults, right, because that's what we remember. We remember what they said to us that was crazy. Right. We, we remember that crazy email. It's like, did, did they really just send that? Right. What? 
But what's the need? What's the need, right? And so if we can identify the need, right, and then we can read and understand, evaluate the situation, right? And then, so then we feed. And I know I'm rhyming. I'm not trying to, right? I know we rhyming, but then we feed. What are we feeding? We're feeding effective communication. We got to just tell people like it is and leave it in their court to take the action. Coach, we know for a fact as coaches, in order to acquire massive results, we got to take massive action. This is the reality. Everyone's not going to take massive action. They can pay us all day long, coach. I got folks that pay me $1,500. They pay me $2,500. You know, I've had a person pay me $10,000, right? And at the end of the day, I still struggle with them for the accountability, right? So we, we need we read, we heed, we feed, and then we heed at the end of the day, right? The, what act? What what is the action? What act on the what actions are the person going to commit to based on the discovery? Right? We we have to heed knowing the capacity of the individual that we're working with. What action are they really going to commit to? Because they have to commit to the action. Not you. Not not me. I'm committed to helping. But you have to commit to the action. And then guess what? We lead that individual from there. We, we lead from there. Because if anything outside of that is a mystery. Right? And I don't think as coaches, we don't have time for mysteries. Right? We like to lay out clear plans and blueprints. Right? So we have to read the need, then lead, coach, in my opinion. No, and I love it that when you feed them the truth, man, it changes the game, and then you leave the ball or you get them to to heed what it is is going to happen. Uh, for those of you guys, maybe you just pulled up, maybe you just hopped in the car with somebody, maybe you just pulled up on somebody in the gym and they listening to this podcast without their headphones on being really rude and you ear hustling. His name is T.M. Hyman. He is a leader's leader, and I'm just super grateful um, for the opportunity to talk to him about the story behind his brand, always looking to build, network, and grow. That's sort of a mantra of yours, TM. Talk to us about where you are in business. What is your business? How can people work with you? Um, I, I just love how you move, bro. You are a mentor's mentor, and not everybody can do that. There's a difference between a coach and a mentor. There's a difference between a coach, a yes. mentor, a counselor, and a like. Th these are all very distinct, different roles. Um, um, talk to us about what you got happening today, man, and how can people get up with you? Man, listen, um, I, I kick uh, today. I kick the day off with Breakfast of Champions uh, Monday through Friday. You know, at the end of the day, I, I do a segment Breakfast of Champions on Tuesday. I've uh, been doing that Tuesday five o'clock. Been doing that for quite some time. Um, love Glenn and just his whole morning routine, you know, but for me, man, I am president and CEO of Team Hyman and Associates. I mean, it's a consulting firm. We have been focused on helping small business uh, owners, leaders, coaches, entrepreneurs, consultants, uh, mentors um, really level up, man. Um, you know, it, it's about really helping people to increase their authority right? So that they can have a greater impact and ultimately scale in anything they're trying to do. Um, attitude determines your altitude. Mindset is everything. And I think a lot of times um, we just assume because we're in business that we're effective leaders. Every business owner is not a good leader. And I think at, at the end of the day, if you're going to be 
if your business is going to thrive, um, your leadership foundationally has to be extremely strong. And so, you know, we come in, we do assessments. um, We actually, you know, do a lot of discovery sessions, a lot of mentoring. There is a difference between mentorship and coaching. I've always had a mentor. I have mentors right now, even as America's favorite mentor, right? Uh, Grant Cardone is a mentor. Glenn Lundy is a mentor. And and I'm in programs with them, right? Proximity um, is extremely important. I just did a program with Kim Walsh Phillips, um, over the last couple of weeks, for those who know Kim Wash, yeah, Roz, Kim Wash Phillips, and she is like <laughs> the best of the best. We've got to be willing to invest in ourselves in order to get to where we're trying to go. So I'm committed, Glenn, to, to putting myself in proximity so that I can use my experiences, my insights to help others, right, um, to get to where they're trying to get to. So mentorship, coaching is what we do. Sales customer service, understanding how to use technology um, to implement, um, you know, nuances and strategies in your business. I'm your strategy guy all day long, but it's about accountability though, bro. It's all about accountability. Yeah, I love it. For those of you guys who are listening by way of Clubhouse as we're recording this uh, podcast live, uh, there's a link at the top of the room. You can certainly click that and connect with uh, TM there. TM, for those people that are listening on Spotify and all of the different streaming platforms, uh, perhaps LinkedIn and other areas, can you just give them a quick website or where they can find you on social? Yeah, actually, if you, um, you, you can actually follow me at americasfavoritementor.com, but you can click the link as well. LOD Weekly. Leadership on Demand is a club right here on Clubhouse, man. Over 2,600 members in the club. Uh, we host a room every Sunday. Um, 11 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. And man, I mean, leaders from all industries come in and we literally just collaborate, share strategies, talk about challenges within our teams, within our business. And, and we go at it. You can check out the replays. But launched a newsletter uh, about a month ago that's going really, really well right now. I looked just yesterday and looked like we had about 600 people hit the newsletter just this in the last 15 days. So that's pretty good traffic. Um, and I launched a podcast leadership on demand, um, a couple of weeks ago, every Sunday, 3 PM, uh, this past week I had Corey McCoy. Corey McCoy is the CEO of KOK wings and things. Um, this brother is one of four African-American, uh, brothers who got together to start this restaurant. They got two locations in Louisiana, a food truck, and they're building two new locations, Glenn. Two new locations, young African-American males, bro. And so when you talk about leadership and you know what we need to see, what our children need to see, what our culture needs to see, we need to see each other making things happen so that we can know what's possible. Ladies and gentlemen, my guy, T.M. Hyman, then listen, I could talk to you for hours, my friend. I promise you. Um, for those of you guys who are in the room live with us on Clubhouse, we're going to give you an opportunity to, to uh, pop up on stage, maybe ask a question, share a quick takeaway. Uh, for those of you guys who are listening to the podcast, I appreciate you guys, and uh, hopefully we'll see you back next week. Remember, go to wherever you get your podcast stream, share it out, let people know that at the end of the day, No matter how hard you try, no matter how brilliant you are, no matter your resilience or your education, you cannot get to any place of significance by yourself, y'all. We all need some help. TM, thanks, bro. I appreciate you, you, man. Thank you, my guy. Thank you.
Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.